All right, we want to welcome everyone back to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner. I direct the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, otherwise known as SALT. And uh, we are blessed once again to have Brother J.J. Frazier with us and Brother Chuck Ramsher in talking about some areas that relate to leadership. And just up front, I want to remind everyone about Brother Frazier's website, www.masteringthepositive.com. Uh, you'll find a ton of information there that will benefit you in areas of leadership, as well as you can have access to his uh, book that he has just completed. And uh, so I encourage you to go on the website and look at that information and see how you can benefit and grow in your leadership. But welcome back, Brother Frazier and Chuck. Thank you. Guys. Appreciate you guys continuing to uh, take time out to be with us and to share with us uh, information that is going to be so helpful. I want us to, to begin today because of, for those of you who have not heard our previous podcast, I, I really encourage you to go back and listen. In the very first session that we were able to visit with Brother Frazier, he shared some information about his past, particularly 30 years in military, uh, teaching at, at a college, just a ton of information in his educational background, all focused in areas that deal with the leadership. And so I'd like for you, if you would, to take some time to share with us, what would you consider to be a couple of your greatest lessons when it comes to leadership? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and I'll, I'll try to keep it simple. I'll, I'll, um, I, I've been thinking about three uh, very important uh, points for me that uh, uh, led off into uh, great lessons about leadership. Uh, the first, um, the, the first is um, you must be the example. Mm. It, it, it boils down to sound examples. And the fact of the matter is when you're in the position, you must be that example. If you want others to do the right thing. And from a early earliest point in my career uh, as a lieutenant working on projects that required me to um, get people to simply do what needed to be done for the organization to be successful. I had to get in there and roll up my sleeves and work with the people. And so by setting an example that I would do it, it made it easier for me to tell them to do it, sure. the people to do it. And by sitting a sound example that the work needs to be done, uh, and if I'm willing to do it, then you can do it too, uh, has always led to positive outcomes, always for me. And from, the, from my earliest years in the military up to my senior year, I've lived by that standard of set the example. Right. And then when I moved from my military into leading a congregation, I've led by example. I've set tables. <laughs> I've waited on tables. I've, when we have potlucks, I can cook and get out there and have fun with the best of them. Uh, when it comes to doing any of the roles within the congregation, I've done every role that I can do to include preach. If that's what I've been asked to do, 
I could do it and I would do it. I would never say no. And I would set the example so that whenever I had an opportunity to ask someone else to do it, they couldn't say, well, you never did it or you didn't do it. Yes, I have. And so always set the example. And mind that calls it the MBA. Yes, sir. Get attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go ahead and share your others. So the second thing is, Um, it it boils down to you must, as a leader, believe in yourself. Mm. You must believe in yourself. And that will allow you to have a sound character and integrity. If you believe in yourself and know what you're doing, you'll pursue those things that are good for a sound character. And you will always have integrity because the three wrap around to each other. Um, I'm confident. I believe that God has given me everything that I need in order to do his will. I, I believe that. Sure. And I never have accepted the fact that God would put me in a situation where I would fail. I believe in myself. And that's the thing that I would always encourage young men to do when I would mentor them. The first step is you got to believe in yourself. God would never put you in a situation where you would fail. Just trust yourself and trust what God has given you in whatever skill set it is. When I, I did a um, uh, the uh, class up in Peninsula, and I, I showed a, a photograph of trash men um, doctors of all types of skill sets. And I said to the men that were there is that every one of you, everyone that holds any of these jobs brings something to the table. Just simply believe in yourself and God will grow whatever it is and he'll be able to apply it. If you believe in yourself and you allow him to take what you have and apply it to the flock. The same skill sets are used in everything that we do. So if he's given you, God has given you a job, you go out there and you work eight hours a day on the job, take those skill sets and bring them back to the church. There's something that can be done that will grow this body in some capacity. So you got to believe in yourself. And through that growth, you will have sound character. You'll establish sound character and just do it with integrity. So leaders have to understand that and the three grow on each other. Um, And then the third thing is, um, and it's again, I, uh, I stress this with my son and with all of my children and within the church all the time. You have to accept that somebody must do the work. Mm. somebody's got to do it. So when you look around and if nobody is standing, then you're that somebody. It's got to be you. God wants somebody to do his work and accept that if it's nobody else, then you're that somebody and stand up and say, well, I'll do it. That's what leaders do. That's what makes the difference between the leader 
and the follower. Followers are looking for somebody to just stand up and say, I'll do it. Right. And so what we begin to learn in leadership is that no job is really too hard if you've got good people who will support your efforts. Mm -hmm. If you stand up, somebody is going to stand up behind you and say, hey, I'll help you do it. I just didn't want to be the one that was put in charge. So all of a sudden, you find all these people who are willing to help. And all of a sudden, your role as a leader becomes minuscule. All you're doing is just directing and giving positive feedback. Hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, you're doing good. Hey, can I get you to do this? Oh, yeah, you know, it, it, it builds. So leaders learn how to appreciate the followers and the followers clearly appreciate the leader, the somebody who stood up. So I just example after example of all three of those, I could just throw them at you. But sure. Well, that's interesting that usually... <laughs> It, the most important person in that equation is the first person to follow. That's right. The person that says, I didn't want to do it, but because you did it, I'm going to step up and help you. And that person ends up having more influence to get other people to follow. Amen. For himself. And so I, I love that. You know, again, I mentioned that I have three young men at home, uh, as well as a daughter who I pray for every day that she'll find a, a godly man who will help her get to heaven, uh, just as I've tried to do uh, in the nine years that she's been under my roof. Um, and I'm, I'm really holding on to not only the third thing that you said today, but something you said during the second session is that someone has to be first. And while we look at the group and we see, okay, someone has to be first, and that means there's going to be a leader, but from the leader's perspective, someone has to be first and that's everybody else. Uh, so, so my question is, what is some advice or maybe even the best advice that you can give to, to young men who are thinking about becoming a leader or maybe they're not thinking about it, but it's something that needs to be on their mind. What advice would you give to them? Uh, you know, the best way to answer that instead of advice is, again, to just show an example. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason I say that is because uh, we are up against peer pressure with our younger people. So as older people, we can give advice, but nobody moves because peer pressure just rides them within the congregation. So what we end up doing is, for example, um, in the military, we would have confidence courses where you'd go out and you'd go running and there would be a series of courses set up where you'd have an obstacle and everybody had to pitch in in order to overcome that obstacle. Well, the same type of things can be done with our young men, where we take them out to a park, or just get our young men together and we go out to a park. And there are obstacle courses that sometimes are set up or we can have an organization come in and set up an obstacle course and they have to work together to overcome that obstacle, whatever that obstacle is. But they have to think, 
they have to use their mind, they have to use everything they can. But what it does is it builds cohesion amongst our young men. And the leaders just automatically start migrating to the top. It's a funny thing. The leaders just, you, you just see people blossom. And it could be all of them or it could just be one of them. Another thing is, you know, in the book of Nehemiah, when uh, he was building the wall, you know, one of the things that uh, I've, I, I was going to institute here before COVID-19 was um, take a look at uh, that book and get someone in the congregation who knows how to do um, 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 bricklaying and have a bricklaying class and have the young men actually build a small portion of the wall on the property, just a small portion, but to get them all involved in building the wall and have a competition so that they, through the trial and error of that class, it just builds confidence that they can do it. Mm -hmm. And in the process of those types of activities, um, all of a sudden, you don't have to necessarily try to tell the young men they need to have confidence. We need to, you need to learn how to be a man. We need you to learn these godly principles and lead. You don't have to do that. You don't have to tell them anything it, because in the matter of teaching the class, it just comes out. And all of a sudden the, the guys are working together. And if, if you, if we keep doing those types of activities on an annual basis with our men, all of a sudden, we'll have a whole crop of deacons and elders. It just happens because the congregation has gotten used to each other and they've learned from each other and they've seen who has and who's a little weaker in leadership, but they're willing to pull each other along and work with each other. And those, when you say, okay, uh, to the congregation, we need to put some men forth as elders, the congregation just doesn't have a problem with it right. because they've seen the flock grow these men through these confidence building programs and leadership programs. Now, the resistance that you have in some congregations is, well, this is not in the Bible. Well, God has given us everything for life and godliness. He created the world. He created all of these things, and everything is not said right here in the Bible. You have to do this to get to that. Yeah. So we have to take advantage of things that we know work in business and in other organizations and apply it in the church and show where they are scripturally viable to move the congregation forward. I think and if make sure you just don't violate scripture. Yeah. I think that bricklaying is biblical. Yes. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me you were a bricklayer in the past. <laughs> oh. Well, Brother Frazier, I, I appreciate so much you taking so much time to visit with us. The material that you've shared has just been so rich and beneficial. And Chuck, thank you. Appreciate thank you, and a, uh, of these discussions and I know that people who listen are going to just be blessed immensely by it. I do want to remind everyone again that you can learn more about Brother Frazier and the work he's doing. Appreciate your service in the military. Appreciate your service in the Lord's military. Uh, 
of serving as an elder in the Lord's church and providing such a great example in that regards for, for those who are listening and for that congregation. I look forward to being to able to meet you personally and being able to share more sweet fellowship together. Uh, and again, you can go to Brother Fraser's website. It's www.masteringthepositive.com. And I know you'll be blessed by the material he has there. And take time, buy his book and read till your heart's content because there is much there that will benefit you. But thank you again. I appreciate so much your time. Appreciate all those who are listening. Please continue to listen to our Saltcast each week. And I pray that you'll be blessed as you serve in our King in the Lord's kingdom. God bless. Mm-hmm.